Thanks for checking out this message from Coastal Community Church. We hope it's helpful and encouraging. Well, good morning again. What a beautiful way to begin our service this morning. Thank you, uh, friends and family of all these uh, parents who have uh, uh, blessed us with your presence today as we bless the Lord. Um, I want to begin today, uh, I guess, by stating the obvious. It must be incredibly difficult being a woman. (laughs) Is that true? Is it? I mean, can I get an amen, ladies? Especially especially today in the world that we live in. I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I literally do not know how you do it. I mean, women, you are complicated beings. Um, you are. Men, on the other hand, I'll, you know, I'll be honest, I can say it, we're pretty simple. You know, we're, 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 pretty, we're pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, amen. And... Uh, And ladies, on top of all the difficulties that you face in this world today, here's what I also know about you. Every single one of you has a desire to to feel beautiful, to feel valued, to feel loved. So much so that there are many today who who would trade in just about anything in order to, to feel that way. But The crazy thing to me is this. There are an awful lot of women today, and maybe some of you here today in person, some of you watching online, that if you're honest with yourself, you just don't feel beautiful. And it really doesn't matter, you know, if you're single, if you're married. In other words, it's like you you have this desire to, to feel valued, to feel loved, to feel beautiful, but you truthfully don't feel that way. You know, I, I still remember the very first time that I told Janet uh, that I thought she was beautiful. Honestly, I don't think she'd ever heard it before. You know, now maybe maybe from her parents, yes, or her family, but not from not from a man, right? And uh, I definitely don't think she felt that way about herself. But it's how I felt, and uh, I told her that all the time. In fact, it almost became like a little nickname that I had for her. I mean, I'd just, you know, come up to her, maybe where she was working. I mean, it really didn't matter where or when. And I'd just say, hey, beautiful, how's it going? You know, how's your day, beautiful? What's happening? And again, it didn't matter where we were, who was around. I would just call her beautiful all the time. In fact, she was so not used to being called beautiful or thinking about herself as being beautiful that, truthfully, it embarrassed her. It did. So here's what I did. I said, okay, Janet, here's what we're going to do. Listen, I think you're beautiful. I do. You know, I I, I can't change the way I feel. Eventually, you're going to have to get used to it. But because I don't want to embarrass you, let's come up with another name that I'll use instead. Now, but here's the deal. Whenever you hear it, Whenever I use that name and say it out loud, even though nobody else around us will know, you're going to know that I'm really thinking you're beautiful. So, you ready for this? Guess what the word was? No joke. I'm not making this up. Slugger. (laughs) Okay? 
That, that was the name. It was. So I called Janet, my wife, not my wife then, but, you know, we were dating. I called her Slugger, like, all the time. And, um, you know, again, because I, I didn't want to embarrass her. So I'd walk up, like, hey, Slugger, you know, what's up, Slugger? How was your day, Slugger? Now, eventually, she did get used to me calling her beautiful, or she got sick of me calling her Slugger. But to this day, uh, my wife, Janet, sometimes she'll sign her cards or, or, or a text, uh, Slugger. Slugger, she will. Why? Because she knows that her husband thinks she's beautiful. Now, ladies, that's my goal for you today. It is. For all the women that are here today, that you would know that you're a slugger. No, 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 seriously. That, that you would know that you would know, feel, and experience your true beauty. But I believe that one of the main reasons why so many women don't feel that way, that they don't feel beautiful, they don't feel valued or loved, is that their identity, their worth, their beauty is wrapped up in all the wrong things. They've allowed their, their, their value to be wrapped up in the things that, that aren't necessarily bad, but they're not the best. They're not the right things. And so this morning, first of all, I want to give you six things, six wrong things that so often we wrap our identity in, okay? Number one, your appearance, your appearance. You know, for a lot of women today, because you don't understand who you are or what God says about you, you have wrapped your self-worth, your value, your beauty in your outward appearance. And so as a result of that, a lot of women think, well, you know, if I can just get the right outfit, if I can find the right shoes, get the right hairstyle, you know, hit the right number on the scale, then and only then I'll feel what? Beautiful. Now, don't misunderstand what I'm saying, ladies. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, taking care of yourself, wanting to look nice, but there is a huge, huge difference between that and then thinking that your value, your beauty is dependent on outward appearance. Here's the problem. You know, if, if you really don't understand whose you are, who you truly are, and what God says about you, no matter how good you might feel about yourself or how you feel you look for the moment, you'll see somebody else or you'll see a picture on social media and you'll find yourself thinking, oh, she looks better, you know, compared to her, compared to that. I don't measure up. Another wrong thing that a lot of women wrap up their identity in, their beauty in, uh, is their home. Their home. You'll, you'll even hear women say, my home is an extension of me, right? Now, for the most part, that is just not true of a man. It's not, right? I mean, men, the only reason we still don't live in caves is women, you know, in fact, you'll, you'll hear married guys talk about creating a man what? A man cave, right. You see, guys, for a lot of women, if things aren't right in her home, things aren't going to be right in her mind, and things are not going to be right for you. She wants to feel a sense of, of order. And for her, everything affects everything. Again, for men, we're pretty simple, Pretty straightforward. It doesn't work that way for us. We, we compartmentalize. But here's the problem. For a lot of women today, if their house doesn't look good or things are, are unfinished, they feel unfinished. 
They don't feel beautiful. Another thing that uh, many people, especially women, wrap up their identity in, their value, their beauty, is their kids, their children. I mean, listen, I love my kids. I do. You know, I mean, today's a special day, baby dedication, child dedication. But if a woman truly doesn't understand who she is and the truth of what God says about her, it is very tempting when she gets that precious bundle of joy, those children, to live vicariously through them. In other words, and I don't think they verbalize this out loud, but sometimes in their mind they think, well, you know, I might not be beautiful. I might not be special. I might not have value, but they do. They are. Wow. I mean, you talk about pressure. You talk about a way, truthfully, to screw up our children. And then when they do mess up, Because they are sinners in need of a Savior, they will, they will mess up. When they do, you feel like a bad mom and a bad person. You know, some of you today feel like bad moms because your kids in their 20s and 30s, even in their 40s, are making bad decisions. And you feel like it's your fault. Wow. That is no way to live. Number four, relationships, relationships. Let me speak directly to the single women here today. I don't want to leave you out. Many of you, you see, define your beauty, you define yourself as beautiful by whether or not you can get a guy to pay attention to you. You know, you feel beauty, you know, as long as he calls you or he texts you. You feel affirmed, you feel value if you're getting flirted with, if you get some attention. And if you're not getting attention, you don't feel valuable. And then you begin to think, well, I need to do something that causes me to get more attention. And you've wrapped up your identity in whether or not you have a man. Number five, career. Career. Now, I know what you're thinking. Come on now, Pastor Chris. That's what men do, right? And you're right. A lot of men do do that. But you know what's happening is that more and more women today fall into the same trap. However, for women, it typically comes with a little bit of a twist. You see, women have this desire, again, for everything to be right at work. Again, because one thing affects another. For guys, we compartmentalize. So they have a desire for things to be right, especially on an emotional level or a relational level. So ladies, I want to I want to give you some help here today. Here's a little help, helpful formula that's going to ease things up at work for you. Going to help you out at work. Here it is. You ready? Here's the formula. You are an imperfect person. <laughs> okay? That's one. Plus, you work, you ready for this? With imperfect people. You're a sinner. You work with sinners. Therefore, guess what? You're never going to have a perfect work environment. You're not. Things are always, they're they're never going to be perfect because you're not perfect, they're not perfect. It's never going to be that way. Number six, a lot of women also find their identity today, their beauty, their value in religion. Religion. Let me explain. 
You see, if you hang out with women who love rules and regulation and they start defining you by what you do and what you don't do rather than what the truth of God's word says about you, about who you are in Christ, guess what? You're never gonna measure up. You're not. So, you know, instead of hanging out with women who will lean up against the cross and then point at other women saying, hey, you need to do a better job. You need to find some women who will come and kneel before the cross and who will look at you and say, come, there's room. There was room enough for me, and there's room enough for you. You know what? The sad thing is there's an awful lot of women today who have left the church because there were some other women who made them feel like they don't measure up. Now, follow me for just a second. There's an awful lot of women today who have wrapped up their beauty, their value, their identity in these six things. Look at the list. Appearance, house, kids, relationships, career, religion. Now, looking at those six things today, if in any way, shape, or form you have found yourself wrapping up your beauty, your value in those six things, I want to attempt to describe you today with just one word. You ready? Here it is. Exhausted. (laughs) Tired. You ever wonder why? You're so exhausted? Why you're so tired? Because you think, you think that one day, well, All these planets are going to align. They're all going to be perfect. Everything's going to work out just right. You see, one day I'm going to feel pretty. My house is going to be like I like it. My kids are all going to be healthy, happy, and make a lot of money. My husband's going to love me. That guy's going to pursue me. I'm going to have the perfect job working with perfect people, and I'm going to feel good enough to fit in with the godliest of ladies. No wonder you're exhausted. No wonder you're tired. Listen to me for a second today. On Mother's Day 2023, that is never going to happen. It's not. Those planets will not align themselves. You'll get one over here going. You'll be have to run over here and get this going. Then that one's going to fall. Then you're going to be on this one. It's never going to work that way. It's not. But you've wrapped up your value, your beauty on that list. So I think today we need to go to the Bible and we got to get a new list. A new list. So I want to ask, I want you today to ask yourself these three very important questions when it comes to your beauty, when it comes to your value, your worth. Here's the first one. Who do I listen to? Who do I listen to? Listen, if you listen to the wrong people, you're always going to make wrong decisions. You're never going to feel like you like you matter, like you value. In fact, there are women in this room who have done things or are doing things that you never thought you would do simply because you wanted someone to make you feel like you are beautiful, that you had value. All because you listen to the wrong people. And deep down in your heart, you wanted to feel like you were good enough, but instead you were listening to the wrong people. Ladies, there's got to be a time in your life, there's got to be a moment in time where you say, I have let this world, I have let culture define me long enough, and I'm not going to do it anymore. Psalm 45.10 says this, listen, daughter, and pay careful attention 
forget your people, your father's house. In other words, what the psalmist is saying is, ladies, God wants you to listen to him. He is basically saying, God is saying, I want the voice of your heavenly father to be more important than any other voice in your life. He's saying the the word of God, the voice of God has got to be more important than every social media post, every television show, every relationship. And he's saying, because I have something to say to you. Who are you listening to? Whose voice is most prominent in your life? Now, for many women today, here's the problem. Thinking of God as your father. And the reason why is because you had a terrible dad. You had a terrible family. Ladies, listen. The thing that you used to sit around and just dream and wish that your father was, our heavenly father is, and so much more. He is the father who will never abuse you. He is the dad that will never abandon you. He is the father who will never leave you or forsake you. He loves you, listen to this, because of who you are, not because of what you do. You can trust him, you can listen to him, and if you listen to the culture, if you listen to the world around us, to the media, listen, you're never ever gonna measure up. You're never gonna feel that that worth, that value, that beauty. The Bible says, listen, daughter. Listen, listen to God. Parents, when your kids are little and you try your best to expose them to a variety of good foods and vegetables. You remember doing that, right? I mean, they're little, you just try whatever you can to broaden their horizons, their, their palate. You, don't want, you didn't want their first response to every new and exciting food to basically be yuck, right? You didn't want that. But try as you may. For some of you, it's a battle, right? It's almost as though their taste buds just will not open themselves up to all the possibilities. And that been a struggle for anybody in your home? Listen, when my daughter was in first grade, Lydia, now she's now, you know, 30, 32 years old, okay? Um, but when she was in first grade, she ate the exact same thing every single day for lunch. The, the same thing. For a whole year, she would not eat anything else. Try as we might to convince her that there were other options out there. There were other flavors. There's a whole feast awaiting her. She'd have none of it. You know what she ate every single day for a whole year? A turkey bologna and two pickle sandwich. Oh, that's just nasty. I mean, not I mean turkey bologna, okay? Turkey bologna, two pickle sandwich. That's all she ate. So single ladies, I want to talk to you for a moment. Okay, here we go. Why? Why are you settling for a turkey bologna sandwich? when your heavenly Father wants to give you so much more. Why are you settling? You are dating a bologna sandwich and you know it. He's not a believer, number one, and he doesn't even treat you that good. You're dating a bologna sandwich. And and women, I'm gonna go there. 
Why? Why are you living unmarried with a bologna sandwich? He's not committed to you. All he wants is what he can get from you, and if you were to cut him off, he would drop you like a bad habit. And guys, listen up. Real men, godly men say, I do, and then you will. A bologna sandwich says, I might. And if you are a man, commit to her or quit. Do not play games to inflate your incredibly weak ego. Don't play games with that woman's heart and her soul. Listen to me. And ladies, listen up. You are a daughter of the king. And you deserve to be treated that way. You know, you deserve, you, you deserve better than, hey, why don't we just live together and see what happens? No, why don't you step up, commit to her, and then see what happens? Ladies, listen up. Listen, oh daughter of the king. You deserve so much more than a bologna sandwich. Who are you listening to? Who are you listening to? Question number two. What does God say about me? Okay, Pastor Chris, who are we listening to? We need to listen to God's voice, so what does God say about me? Now, some of you are sitting there this morning, and honestly, you're kind of nervous, and you'd answer like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what he's got to say about me. And the reason is this, because you've been led to believe that you are not good enough. You have believed a lie. You have, you have been led to believe that you're not valuable. You've been led to believe somehow, some way, that our God is angry at you. Listen to this next verse, ladies. This is how God feels about you. Psalm 45, 11a, the first part of it. Let the king be enthralled by your beauty. Let him be enthralled by your beauty. Listen, daughters. The creator, the king of the universe, the almighty God, your heavenly father. Are you ready for this? He is enthralled, enthralled with your beauty. The word enthralled there means spellbound, held captive by. Now to other people, let's, let's go back, let's talk about our children for a second. To other people, when our kids were born, they were not exactly beautiful in that moment, were they? I mean, let's be honest, they're kind of slimy, kind of gross. To other people, right? But to you, mom and dad, you are enthralled. You are captivated. You couldn't stop looking at them. You've got to get this, ladies. That is how our Heavenly Father feels about you. You are beautiful. He is enthralled by your beauty. But Pastor Chris, you don't understand. I'm not beautiful. No, 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 no. You are. The king is enthralled by your beauty. No, but Pastor Chris, I'm the exception. I'm divorced. The church has made me feel like damaged goods. No, the king is enthralled by your beauty. I'm a single mom. No man's ever going to look at me and say, I'm beautiful. To date me means that he gets a family. The king is enthralled by your beauty. But I've got the past. I've done things I'm not proud of. You know, I, I may have been beautiful once, but I'm not now. Listen, oh daughter, pay attention. The king is enthralled by your beauty. Who are you listening to? What does God say about you? And then question number three. Who will I live for? Who will I live for? 
Ladies, let me ask you a question. I want you to think about this today on Mother's Day. Who is the woman you admire most? Just get that, that person in your mind, that woman. Who is the, the woman that you most admire? And it might be your mom, by the way. It surely might be. Now, what is it that you admire about them? What is it? In fact, on your outline today, you might even just really quickly, you know, just jot down some of those characteristics, some of those qualities, those character traits. Now, look at the six wrong things that so many women find their identity in. My guess, my bet is the quality of the person that you most admire really had very little to do with any of those six things. I mean, I doubt there's a woman here who wrote down their shoes. I really like their shoes. I love, I love the, the color of their living room. No. I mean, it was probably things like what? Their love, their faithfulness, their patience, their kindness. Look at the last part of Psalm 45, 11. Honor him, for he is your Lord. Honor him for he is your Lord. In other words, ladies, there's got to be a time where you make the decision, where you put the stake in the ground and you basically say this, hey, am I going to live for the world? Am I going to do what the world tells me? Am I going to follow suit with this culture? Or am I going to live for Jesus? Am I going to listen to his voice? Is he going to be the most prominent in my mind and in my heart? Now, the world is going to tell you in some way, shape, or form eventually that you will never be good enough. But, you know, maybe if you keep trying and keep trying and keep working, maybe, just maybe, one day you'll get there. But deep down, you know, you know that's a lie. Because you've been down that road. You've tried everything in your heart and mind to feel beautiful by, according to what this world says, and it's not working. Listen, O oh daughter, let the king be enthralled by your beauty. Why not start living for the one who already sees the beauty in you now, who always has, who does, and who always will? Why not live for that one? Why not make the decision, Jesus, I am going to live for you because you see me as valuable. You see me as beautiful. And you proved it by your sacrifice for me. I am going to do what you tell me to do. I am going to make you the Lord of my life. And single ladies, you ready for this? You want to hear the payoff? Let's look at verse 12. People of wealth will seek your favor. In other words... You start living like the beautiful princess that you are, secure in who you are and whose you are and what God says about you, then real men, godly men, will seek you out. You don't have to flirt or focus on externals or give away your heart, body, and mind to a bologna sandwich. You decide that you're gonna live for Jesus and you let him live in you and through you, and God's men, real men, will seek your favor. The problem is that a lot of princesses have left the palace, and they're walking in the gutter, looking in garbage cans, settling for a leftover bologna sandwich. Be the true princess that you are. 
And if you'll do that, you can stay right where you are because he will pursue you. And men, be a man. Be God's man. Live for God. Make him the priority in your life. Ladies, who do you listen to? What does God say about you? And who will you live for? Listen, daughter, and pay careful attention. The king, the king, he is enthralled. He is captivated by your beauty. So much so that he was willing to send his one and only son, Jesus, for you. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. You know what God says about all of us? All of us. We're sinners in need of a savior. But he loved us so much that he was willing to send Jesus to die on the cross for us. Will you live for him? Will you live for him? He will come into your life, forgive you of your sin. You'll be adopted into God's forever family. God will declare you righteous because of your faith in Christ. Not because of you and who you are and what you do because of religion, but because of your faith in Christ and what he did for you. He will say, beautiful, perfect. You can be made perfect today in his sight through your faith in Christ. Come, come to him. Listen, O oh daughter, and pay careful attention. The king is enthralled by your beauty. Bow your heads and pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, God, thank you for your word. Thank you for the reminder today for all of the women who are here in this room, moms, women, single moms, single adults, and not just women, but all people. God, we find our value, our worth, and our beauty in you. Thank you for proving your desire to have a relationship with us, your willingness to do whatever it takes on our behalf by sending your only son, Jesus, as a sacrifice for our sin. And listen, if you're here today and you are ready to come home to God, to be adopted by the loving Heavenly Father, just say yes to Jesus. You know, just admit what you already know to be true in your heart, that, that you have messed up, that you have blown it. But, but God loved you so much that he provided a way out. It's not through religion, it's through faith. Faith in Christ. Pour your heart out to him and ask him today to be your savior and to be your Lord. And if you've already done that, thank you that we find our beauty, our value in our relationship with God. We love you, Father. We pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. From Pastor Chris and the family at Coastal Community Church, have a blessed day.